It's time to get in the game. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Get in the Game podcast, the podcast where we explore ways to get off the sidelines, stop making excuses, and get in the game. First off, I want to apologize that this episode is coming out a little later on Friday. Um, I had some struggles of thinking about uh, what to talk about this week, and uh, I was kind of unprepared. Uh, and then today, it kind of just kind of came to me in the last little bit and decided, you know what, uh, this is the 25th episode, kind of the uh, silver episode, if you will, if you're making that reference to anniversaries. But uh, being the 25th episode, I thought I would kind of let you know what's been going on in my life that I have been getting into the game. I can't be there um, encouraging you and, and asking you to get involved or getting back in the game if I'm not doing it myself. So um, I wanted to let you know some things that are uh, are happening in in my life uh, and, and what I'm doing to get in the game. Uh, first off, I'm excited. Uh, also, I want to let you know I'm, I'm in. If you don't recognize the background today, it is because um, I'm in uh, our smaller guest bedroom uh, in our house. We've kind of converted it to a, a guest bedroom slash office, and that's where we take the first um, the first instance of how I've been getting in the game. I mentioned uh, a few episodes back uh, that I wanted to be a better steward of the space that God has given me, uh, and that, and I made reference to the home and the accumulation of stuff that we have. Um, a lot of it is my stuff that I don't know what to do with, but nevertheless, uh, this room that I'm in right now, uh, as I mentioned, we have kind of decorated and, and converted it into a guest bedroom slash office. We don't really have an office space here at this, at this house. So we decided to make one, uh, and use the, the smaller of the two, extra bedrooms we have we don't have kids so it's just we have the master bedroom and then two extra bedrooms so the smaller of the two we decided to make into a, an office and um, put in a little day bed you can kind of see the frame behind me a little bit uh, in there as well uh, so then when our little nieces and nephews um, if any of them decide to take a nap or stay the night just kind of hang out that they have um, a bed that's more their size that they can take advantage of that being said, the story of how we got here was um, we had like the day bed behind me. We had that stuff for quite a long time. Uh, around January or so, we ordered that particular piece of furniture. Uh, took a little bit to arrive, and then it spent a month or two out in um, in the garage, just kind of being in the way. Um, I thought moving it into the house was going to get me going on it, but I moved it into to the room I'm in. But uh, the room became like kind of a dumping ground um, because uh, we we took a trip back in in March to Mexico for vacation, and we had someone staying here to take care of the house, and so they used the bigger of the two guest bedrooms. So everything that we weren't 
using or whatever it kind of became a dumping ground in this room and it just became to the point it came to the point where it was not um not feasible to do anything in this room uh, you could barely get in it you couldn't even get into the closet to get any uh, anything that we had there any decorations and then last week actually two weeks ago uh my wife sent me uh like a little clip a little reel off of social media about some how the home decorations that you know some of the people that she follows have, have done and i kind of just reply to her and say I would love to do that sort of stuff at the house. And she just replied back, then let's do it. And I kind of like, I wasn't, I was almost calling her bluff, but I, but I was also ready to, to get going on it. But I basically said, all right, at the end of the, by the end of the week, this room is going to be cleared out and we'll have the thing, the, the bed set up. And, uh, I wasn't even, I was, I surprised myself how much we actually got done off that. Um, I said that like on a Saturday night or a Sunday night. And then by, I want to say by Wednesday, um, I had some things enough cleared out of this room and the day bed put together and, and set up um, enough so that um, when Britt got home, she was expecting or she was was thinking about getting that kind of getting it started and, and clearing some stuff out. But when she got home, it was already set up and it surprised her, made her feel good. It was a lot less work that she'd have to do. And uh, especially after a hard day of, of work that she does and the hours she puts in to come home and have something she wanted to do just done. Uh, I kind of take pride on, on that sort of stuff. But so it was ready. And then. Uh, within a day or two, we had the rest of the the furniture that was in here cleared out, and uh, we put out put down an area rug that we had had just stored in this room as well. Um, that we originally were going to have somewhere else, but it just fits in this room so so much better. Uh, put some little plants and in in uh, decorations and vases and stuff uh, in here. And then the only thing that was missing um, was a desk, and we didn't have that. So that weekend, we went and found a desk that fits, and I right now I have the camera set up on it. It's balanced on that uh, and leveled on the desk. Uh, it's also what the microphone is standing on as it's coming right here. Uh, I have all the recording equipment that you can't see, but it's... Uh, all the it's all on the desk and then i've also already used it um for my quiet time uh, uh th this past week and i've just been excited to use this room for something other than a dumping ground uh or just a room that we don't ever go in I'm trying to utilize the house that we have to make it more functional and so with doing all that it's kind of been it it's kind of re-energize me to get going on other projects around the home that we've talked about that we want to do that we say we have no time for but it really just takes a little bit of time a little bit of effort um, even if it's just a, a few minutes a day um, you know 20 minutes or so one day uh, 20 minutes the next an hour or so the next time and then all of a sudden it's where you want it um, 
it kind of just that that's what happened with this room and we're really excited to be able to use it it's not completely done um as you can see behind me like the wall directly behind me there's no art no pictures or anything on that wall we obviously want to put something up there to kind of make it more uh more us and then the wall that uh, i'm facing at the moment also has nothing on it so we kind of just want to there's, there's more decorating that needs to happen in this room but it is fully functional um it's just not completely decorated uh, so I'm excited about that. And with that, I want to get going on other things around the house. So I want to get the garage cleaned up. Um, our other, uh, our other bedroom, we have a few, couple more plans for that as well. Uh, but just kind of finally, after two years of being in this home, um, uh, it's starting to take the, take on the, uh, persona of what we want it to be. Uh, it's, it's no longer, um, taking stuff from the other house that we were living in and just kind of using it to make it fit this house. We really want to make this house uh, a home for not only us, but for anyone who decides to come by and, and, and spend some time with us. We want to make, we want to make this uh, uh, loving and comfortable and just welcoming to anyone who decides to come here a place where everyone else can say that it feels like home to them as well. Um, kind of like the kind of like Olive Garden like when you're here you're family but you truly are when you when you walk in our our front door we want you to feel like you are welcome that you are part of the family and uh, that's what we want to do with with this space that we have so that's one of the ways I've gotten back into it uh, because it's it started some new um, they're not necessarily new projects some are old but it's kind of gotten me restarted in those Second, uh, I mentioned it last week. Uh, I am coming back on staff with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA for short. And um, it, it's one of those things where I, for a long time, had thought about, you know, did I make the right decision to come off uh, in the first place back in April of 2018? Um, I truly do believe that it was the right decision for me. Um it helped me grow a lot uh, in maturity and in in other ways, uh, but there was an opportunity to come back, and there was a need, and I just felt God calling me back to FCA. It's a it's a big jump. It's a big um, step of faith, not only for me but for my wife as well, uh, and that's a, a lot of that reason is because it is a um, it is a partner supported ministry. So what that means is that I will have to raise my own, my own funding for, uh, for the ability to, to get paid and, and run this ministry the way it needs to be run. And so I'm on staff is what they call prospective, uh, pro, uh, prospective staff. So I am a prospect, which means I am in the fundraising stage. And when, once I get to a fully funded level, then I will be on uh, on staff. I will then be able to get paid and I will be able to do the ministry at the, you know, uh, the different areas of which FCA is a part of. Um, the, the plans are for me to be, for those of you who are in the uh, Central Valley area, um, it is to be in the Clovis Unified area Um for the high schools and junior highs. So, um, that's about 10 schools in an area that really needs it. Um, it's, it's 
every, I, I truly believe I've lived here almost my whole life. And, um, though lives look different from other parts of the city or other parts of the area, the need for Jesus is just as big in the Clovis Unified area as it is in any other part of the state or the country or the world for that matter. So I, I'm excited to get going because I am familiar with this. I'm familiar with the way that uh, coaches coach in Clovis Unified and, and students uh, play in Clovis Unified. I have that experience and I have a, a inside track on how to reach these students and how to reach these coaches for Jesus Christ. And I, I, I want, um, I want Jesus to make an impact on their lives, and I, I'm hoping that He can use me as that vessel to do that. So that's another way that I've been getting into the game um, and, and doing that. So I'm excited to to rejoin my Central Valley team with FCA and, and get going on that. So uh, again, I ask for your prayers in that in the fundraising, not only for the fundraising but for the ministry itself. Um, that I may keep the eye on the goal of uh, glorifying him and doing this work for him. And it's not about me. It's not about the sport. It's not about uh, the coach or the wins or losses. It is about him. And we're just using sports to uh, and, and athletes and athletics to uh, bring his name glory. And so that's that's my prayer. That's what I ask for uh, in prayer for from those of you who want to pray um if you want to give you can also uh you you can hit me up um on the email for for this website and then we can set something else up but uh that you know that's probably the 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 biggest thing at the moment it's the most exciting for me um it's also the most nerve-wracking but i know that uh nothing Nothing uh, worth fighting for is, is really ever easy. So uh, I'm willing to put in the work to get this done to to help make an impact in the Central Valley for, for Jesus Christ. And the third that I'm going to mention is um, actually takes place right in this room or has uh, since I restarted. But a way I'm getting back in the game as well um, is through my quiet time uh, back in back last year. Uh, when schools weren't able to meet um, in person, and uh, but there was still FCA going on. Uh, a friend of mine from the South Valley in the Tulare and Kings counties, uh, he, he's the director down there for, for FCA, um, he invited me to be on this video Zoom huddle with uh, the students from in the area and some advisors and a guest speaker. And one of the advisors uh, kind of challenged the, not only the students, but anyone else who was on the call to start writing out the scriptures, not just reading them, not just praying over them, but after you read and pray, excuse me, after you read and pray on them, write them out, take the time to, uh, you know, scribe them out and, and, and just go book by book, chapter by chapter, and do that and fill them out. He told a story of, uh, I I can't remember if it was his daughter or a friend of his daughter, but basically he had challenged his daughter to do that um, during her her life. And she had finished, and basically he had that. And and on 
uh, I think it was on their wedding day, his daughter's wedding day, or um, like an engagement gift or something. He gave this Bible that she had written out. So stacks of notebooks just written out to him saying, this is how diligent, this is the kind of godly woman that you're going to be marrying. Someone who put the time in to write out the Bible. This is someone who loves God, who loves, who loves Jesus and is willing to be obedient to him and to, um, uh, to, to obedient to spending time with him and, and getting to know him. Um, and at first I was thinking, man, this is, that's just a lot of work. I don't know if I'm up for it, but the more and more he talked about it, the more and more it seemed to make sense. And what drove it home was when he was using, uh, the story of back when the Israelites wanted a king, they wanted to be like every, you know, they were already set apart by God, uh, God's chosen people. But then they started looking around at the other nations and say, well, they have a king. How come we don't have one? Blah, blah, blah. And then basically God said, if you want a king, fine, I'll give you one. But this is what I require of that king. And one of the requirements was to to write the law. And by that, he didn't mean make up the law. He meant they need to transcribe what it already says, the scriptures that are already there, basically make his own copy. That's what the king is required to do. It's not the only requirement, but that is one of the things is to be meditate on the word daily and transcribe his the law, make his own copy. And if you know, as I have mentioned in in previous podcasts, that we are co heirs with Christ, the King, the King of Kings. If we're going to be co heirs with Christ, what better way can we help get ourselves? Um, uh, equipped with the word than to not only after we read it and pray over it and meditate on it, but we also write it out. I don't know if any of you are, are like me, but when I transcribe something, very rarely do I only read that sentence once. I usually read it once, then I start it and I write two or three words, and then I go back to the sentence to make sure that I got those first couple words right. And then I, uh, and I read a little bit further. Okay, got that. Read, and then I go back and I just make sure that every word is right. Instead of just saying, reading it once and then in my head, thinking it said one thing and writing it out. And I go back. Because I have done that even in this process where I go back and look. I go, okay, I added, a, I added a the, you know, in there or, a, or an and when I shouldn't have. Um, so in transcribing this, I want to make sure it's correct and it's it's exactly the way it's written so i take my time i probably read each sentence you know three to four times if not more as i'm going by and it's quick because i'm just reading over making sure i got the words right but i had already read it once just for my own you know read i want to read through the book once uh because i actually do it by chapter so i'm in the book let's say the book of john I read through, let's say, chapter 10. I read it through once, and then I go and start writing it. And as I'm writing it, I'm also reading it multiple times, over and over, all the way through. So I, I get a lot more uh, uh, Bible intake as I'm, as I'm going along, and it just helps drive home what I've read already. Um, gives me a, a better opportunity to spend time figuring out and finding out who Jesus is 
to me what he wants for my life. Um, and then not only that, in more in the Old Testament, you get to know God's character and what's leading to Jesus and, and how much he loves us and why he deserves so much glory and honor. That's why I decided to get back into it because sometimes just reading it, you know, I rush through it and um, don't always take in as much as I, I, I should. But this forces me to slow down, read it again, go word by word, and, and get as much out of it as I can. Um, and it, it's it's been great. It's a uh, can be nerve wracking at times. I'm not always I don't have the best penmanship, but I'm doing it. Um, and uh, I'm excited to, to keep going. I'm like uh, you know I went a long time without going back to it, but I I had my my notebook there. And uh, decided I'm going to get right back into it. Uh, don't worry about the last date that you entered something. Just start over and get going again. Because um, uh, as soon as I, I was on board with it, I started thinking, man, this would be a great thing just to have um, of my own. Just knowing that, like, hey, I went through the Bible. And, and I, I know that I went and read um, every book and every chapter of the Bible. That I, I read every word of that Bible that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do it, just to be 100% sure that I've, I've read everything. Um, not to mention, you know, because uh, you know, a lot of times we hop around and read uh, different books, different passages here and there. Because um, sometimes, you know, the Bible isn't always chronological. There are There are certain books that are, but not all of them are chronological. So we jump around a lot. This is a way I know that I know that for sure, even though I'm, I'm pretty convinced I've read, them, read everything, but I'm convinced for sure that I have read everything. And then I've not only read it, but I've written it out. And so I encourage you, if you haven't ever done this, try and do it. Just start it. You know, maybe it's a, a good way to... To again relax, take your time, spend a little more time on the Bible itself, um, and just get in the habit of being in the Word daily. When I when I first got on board with this, I I started thinking, man, this would be great. When I'm done with this, and I know it'll take a while, but when I'm done with this, maybe I'll start on a digital copy, and then I'll type it all out, and. The reason I didn't start that way to begin with, because um, I'm a pretty decent typer, but I knew that if I'm just reading it and, and typing along, that I'm not actually spending time on the the word itself as I'm writing it. And and so when I write it, uh, I read. So like I read the Bible uh, in the sentence or, or two that I'm looking at, and then I turn and I write it out. But I know if you're if you're a decent typer, um, a lot of us can can read one thing and then type out as we're reading it, and we never have to look at the words that we're doing. So not only am, when I write it, am I reading it on the Bible? I'm also reading it when I write it, and then I'm going back and forth and reading and writing a couple times over each thing. So I wanted to start with writing, then maybe later down the road go into typing it. Uh, and just having that sort of thing there, just knowing that I was able to do 
write out the Bible twice, um, if not more, over the course of my lifetime. Um, it might sound like a lofty goal, but uh, it's something that I do want to finish. So um, I got back into it. So those are the three things that uh, are probably the most relevant and most uh, um, on, on the top of my mind of, of, of stuff that I've gotten back into. Um, it was uh, cleaning up, getting, being a better steward uh, of our space back on FCA uh, staff and writing out the Bible uh, and just having some fun doing that. Uh, again, I encourage you in any way you can, you know, start getting in the game. Do do something that is different or, or that you need to revisit. Um, that's the whole purpose of this podcast is ways that we can stop make literally stop making excuses for, for why we can't do things and then just, just go do it. You know, have faith that God has, has a plan for you. And if you feel that calling, just go do it and be obedient. And that's, that's literally with, with FCA. That's why I'm, I'm heading back. It's because I feel that, that God's called me and I need to be obedient. It's not because, um, uh, it's just a job, uh, and there was an opportunity. Um, I've taken jobs like, like that. I, I've, I've had opportunities for certain things and they've been great, but this, I'm really feeling like God has called me back to FCA and I need to be obedient. And with that, and, and to be obedient, isn't just to go and to say, okay, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going to like come back on staff, but I have to go at it with a whole new, um, fervor if you will, I, I have to go at it with a whole new attitude and say, I'm going to make this, um, God's ministry and not my own. I'm going to let him use me the way he needs to. And I'm going to let him run with it. And so if you're feeling that call for anything else, be obedient. I encourage you be obedient, get after it, get off those sidelines. Get in that game. That's the like again. That's the whole reason for this podcast. I want to be an encouragement to you. I want that that uh, love and word of God to hit you and and just uh, just have an impact on your life uh, any way that it can. So I'm gonna leave it there with that. Thank you so much again for listening or watching. If you haven't already, head on over to YouTube, watch us there. Uh, click subscribe. Um, hit uh, hit the little bell for notifications uh, the easiest way to get both the podcast and or the video is to go to our website and that's www.getinthegamepc.com you can watch our videos you can listen to uh, our podcast and it also has links to our social media uh, if you want to email us you can hit the email tab on the website or you can just go to get in the game podcast at gmail.com email us there and uh we'd love to hear any of your questions comments encouragements if you have things you want us to pray for you have a praise we would love to to hear that from you we just want to hear from uh the audience um uh as i i've asked before um we, we really just want to hear from you guys um and see what's going on with you because uh, we're praying for you we love you and we just want uh, want to be more in community in that way so please 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 hit us up uh, please 
like and share go rate us on the podcast of your choice uh in the in your respective um favorite you know podcast apps uh the the more you rate us the more you share the the more this goes out to everyone else and and really sharing the the word of god and the love that jesus has for us to other people so again i uh, thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for for tuning in uh uh, I mentioned before, this is the 25th episode, so next week would mark six months since we started, uh, and uh, I'm just excited uh, to see where it goes from here. So don't forget to get off the sidelines, stop making excuses, and get in the game. See you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Get in the Game podcast. Please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That's the best way to support us. Find us on YouTube and subscribe for more content. If you would like for us to pray for you, or if you have topics that you would like us to tackle in upcoming episodes, email us at getinthegamepodcast at gmail.com. That's getinthegamepodcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Get in the Game PC. If you've experienced getting off the sidelines and getting into the game yourself, please let us know. And remember, it's time to get in the game.